Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Well, folks, Podcaster Zero has arrived. I don't know if that's Ian or it's me, but one of us is Podcaster Zero, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was quite, uh, quite uh, sort of uh, good that I watched this on the iPlayer. <laughs> oh, we're not going to do this, are we? We're not going to have lots of no. eye jokes all the way through. Oh dear. Mm. No, I'll, I'll, I'll save the rest. <laughs> We both have got full I'll bellies. I'll tell my five sheets of uh, yes. foolscap paper. Um, yeah, we're both we're both just had our tea. We? And we're, we're both stuffed. Tea. So yeah, mm. I'm I'm feeling a bit sleepy already. So uh, yeah, no, I can't be asked. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, um, the Atraxi. Um, the Atraxi, yeah. Tonight. Not Although, very attractive for an Atraxi. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Do you like toothy green snakes? Sure. Ah, but that's Prisoner Zero, that's and, true, I, and I was thinking, <coughs> I was thinking, our main focus today is the Atraxi. But what about shall we vote on Prisoner Zero as well? I think so. Yeah, I think we should do them both. Did you get um, with the with the Atraxi? Did you get visions of Forest Tucker up a mountain? The, oh yes, uh, well, you, Terror, yeah. yes, 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 or the uh, the creeping. What's it in America? What's it called? Oh, in it's called the oh, creeping, the... not the creeping flesh. Yeah. No, what is no, it? No, that's... Oh, Go on, Google it. it. <laughs> Google it, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, over here it's a Trollenberg terror. Trollenberg terror with that that panting noise, that wheezing panting noise, yeah. didn't it's it? Good. Yeah, not, not a bad film. Oh no, it's a terrific uh, little film. So Trollenberg terror. The, the oh, it was called in America. It was called the crawling eye. The crawling. Well, that's eye. that's. Uh, <laughs> That's very literal, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Our eye doesn't crawl, our eye flies, doesn't it? It's a flying it flies, eye. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's, it's like flying on like a chandelier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah. a Superman. You know Superman's ship from the I've, I've got that in my notes. It's a Kryptonian ship with a bloody great yes. eyeball stuck yeah. underneath, isn't it? Yes. It is, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, um, I was thinking also earlier, you know, we've, we've had five duff stories in a row. You know, I mean, we we had pyramids of Mars, then we got into the Garm, didn't we, with the fifth Doctor? Yeah. Then with the sixth Doctor, we had um, uh, the dragon, didn't yes. we? Oh no, not no, the no, dragon. The dragon was seventh. Uh, Drathro, was, um, Drathro with Drathro, the sixth. Yeah. Then the dragon with the seventh. Then the Jagrafress with the uh, ninth. Ninth. And then Max Capricorn yesterday. Oh. Five weeks, Ian, of talking duffers. Duffers. So it's nice. It's nice that. I think we're slightly back on track yeah. now, aren't we? I think so. Mm. I um, yeah, I remember this as being as being quite strong from the first time, and this is the the first time I've watched it since it was broadcast. Oh um, no, really? Yeah, yeah, I've never watched this one. I've watched some of the other. I mean, I, I quite like most of season one, um, Matt Smith, but yeah, I've never I've never rewatched this because I gen I generally find 
first stories a bit dull because mm. they generally the story won't be much and it's all about the new doctor and once you know the character of the new doctor because you watch some more i always find regeneration stories are not that great in new who oh um, when that case it's a rarity yeah. i've actually seen a story more than you because yeah. this should, was be familiar yeah i think this is the first new who dvd i bought um, voluntarily watched yeah um, but but that's no. back when you, do you remember when the dvds they they didn't come out as box sets it was like three no. stories in one wasn't it on a disc yeah, so i they, bought they, that they released them they released them in parts and then did a box set at the end of it yeah not like they were trying to get double the money out of people <laughs> no but this is also a rarity this is the only doctor who uh that uh i have on blu-ray oh right uh, yeah, I enjoyed this story yeah. so much, I actually bought it on the Blu-ray right. when it became available. And um, I was trying to think, other than, at the, up till this point, is this the only, well, the, so at this point, the first regeneration story, where there's no actors moving on from the last episode? Uh, if you discount the, the clips you get of William Hartnell and that in this, mm. But there's no actors, is it? It's a complete change of cast. Yes, yes. It's a reset you know, again, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. We get it in um, The Woman Who Fell to Earth. We get that again. But I think up to this point, I was trying to say, I was running through all the... Because there's usually they'll keep the companions on. Or you've got unit as going as a, around yeah, or something. Or some, some, some familiar element so that you're eased into it. Um, but this one doesn't have it. No. And I think it... And for that reason, it feels very fresh. And it's almost... It, if if you wanted to introduce someone to New Who, they've not seen New Who, this is not a bad episode to start with because no. it tells you everything you need to know about the character and yeah. the world he inhabits without being sort of knocking it over, knocking you over the head with it. No, what it's, I like about it is is exactly what you're saying there. It, it's everything you need to know, but he's not bleating on about I'm the last of the Time Lords yes. or any of that bollocks, you know. Um, and I and, and, and I, I like the story for that. Um, yeah, I, I, there's 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 a couple of parts that I think are a very bad Stephen Moffat, very Sherlockian Moffat. Only a couple of parts which we'll get to, but the rest I think is incredibly strong writing from him. All right, I'm not usually one to praise him, but yeah, this this shows his strengths, and I think he he should be he should have stayed as a writer writing the odd story rather than showrunner yeah it, it does it does sort of wave a tiny little flag as to what's going to be going wrong oh the seeds run. are there aren't they yes yeah. definitely but the rest of it is is incredibly clever mm. and very well plotted and very well paced which and is unusual for new Who. unusual and that's been a problem with us just lately yes uh, talking about the uh, show um before we get into it, though, I mean, do you remember, you know, the press announcement of who the new Doctor was going to be? And do yeah, you well, remember your reaction? Yeah, I mean, I mean, ironically, my reaction was who? Um, yes, me too. But yeah, they did the, because this was the first time they did, they had a special programme to look at, we're going to announce the new Doctor. And, and to be fair to the press and that, it was kept an absolute secret until that programme was on. Um, and so, they yeah, they went through and they were going through... I remember on the on the, the program they were going through like uh, it could have been this person and it could have been this person and you're going oh and then it says but and Stephen Moffat goes oh but I decided that when this actor came in 
um, like within two minutes, I knew I'd got a cast in blah, blah, blah. And I showed Matt Smith and it was like, what? <laughs> out, the, out the way, little child. I want to see the new Doctor. Yeah. Because he seemed so incredibly young on that programme. He doesn't, he didn't, I mean, he looks young in this, but he's, because he's acting, he's got that sort of old man, timeless quality, which is great. But yeah, I remember on the programme thinking, no, this guy's too young to play it. I, I, I can remember just thinking, blimey, he looks like Ron Perlman. He looks like a lion yeah. or something. He's got a very distinctive yeah, face, hasn't he? He's got, very, he's, he's got a slightly curved banana face, I think. Um, <laughs> a bit like, um, I can never remember which one it is. It's Pippin or the other Hobbit in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. One of them's got a slightly <laughs> curved face. <clears throat> We're horrible, aren't we? <clears throat> He'd make a good but Hobbit, yeah, Matt Smith. He would have made a great Hobbit, yeah. Yeah, he um, could have been a good Frodo. He, yeah, he actually would have been a really good Frodo, I think. Hmm. A less whiny than yes. the one we got. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, he, he didn't impress much on that initial programme. To be fair, he wasn't doing anything, just introducing himself. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't expecting much. But I was curious on when this was it. I was it's like, I didn't have great expectations. Unlike, say, Capaldi, where I, my expectations were so high. Yes, yes. That they, they had to come crashing down, and they did. Um, I had nothing. I was like, how's he going to play it? Don't know. What's he? Mm, don't know. And um, literally within like two minutes of him being on screen, you go, yeah, he's the doctor. I didn't know. I didn't. Did um, you not? No, because oh, I, I accept him straight away. No, watching it again, you know, the, the opening, I can recall, you know, when you've got the out of control TARDIS and it's flying over London yeah, and he's, like, he's hanging like out of it, you know, and the yeah. music's far yeah, too yeah. loud and he's gurning and you have that silly yeah. cheap gag with the big Ben spire. Yeah. I can remember just going, uh oh. Oh no! Yeah, I in, in my notes it's like, why do they keep doing these scenes with the TARDIS out of control? I hate these. This is not, you know, it's not a bloody rocket ship. No. Um, so yeah, I didn't like that. But the minute he crashes and the minute he inter starts interacting with young Amy, agree. Um, as soon as he comes out the TARDIS, yeah, yeah he, he he's got it. He's got it immediately. Yes. But you have this opening and it's like, oh no, oh no, oh no. But then, luckily, we cut away from you know him him pulling a face to camera because of the near miss with the spire. Uh, yeah. To young Amy um, um, talking to Santa about the crack in yes. her wall. Yeah, it's weird. This is weird, isn't it? That that she's praying to Santa. Yes. Which I, I understand because um, I, I I believe. Uh, Stephen Moffat isn't a... I thought you were going to say, I believe in Santa. I believe in Santa. <laughs> uh, he was in one of the episodes, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah he okay. presents to Santa. Yeah, so, so I understand that, but it's, it was a weird thing to mix that. It's like, what I don't know what they're going for there, other than obviously they didn't want to... They can't say you know, God, they, can they? They couldn't no, have done that, no. Um, so she prays to Santa um, for a policeman, which I think is... A, is a really nice touch, um, and she immediately impresses young, young Caitlin. Abigail. I think. And... No, is that? But what's the what's the? I think real name. Caitlin. Um, yeah. No, Amelia. You mean Amelia? Sorry, yes. Abigail. Abigail. <laughs> How did they shorten that to a? Amy. Um, yeah, Amelia. <laughs> <They> don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did in my head. Um, yeah, she immediately impresses. She's really good, um, and she was it was a cousin of. Um, that's right, of uh, Karen. Of you're Karen terrible with names tonight. It's because you're full belly. I'm just full of I'm full of um, chicken tikka. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm just thinking back on that. It's like let's do let's do chicken tikka in character. <laughs> um, yeah, so so um, she immediately impresses, and then um, as soon as she starts speaking to Matt Smith, it's just normally these scenes are despicable, aren't they? Child actor, yeah. oh. new doctor being funky, but it's absolutely charming. It's, it's so charming in a sort of fairy tale way. Can I finally answer a question that you asked of yes, me? Yes, when was like, that? Was that a long time ago? It was about, oh, four weeks yeah. ago or something. Oh, right. I, I thought you meant in this recording. No, 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 no. Um, no, <laughs> you haven't waffled that much. Um, no, over on Mad Max in character, yes. okay, uh, when we did the Feral Kid, you yes. asked the question, is there a child actor that's as good or, you know, you respond yeah. to in the same way that you do the Feral Kid? And I think, little amy here i don't have a problem with her whatsoever every other child actor can't stand them um apart from the feral kid and and young amy pond she is absolutely brilliant yeah i i would have happily seen her become a companion in a sort of peter cushion film work you know what i mean i know they couldn't have done it but yeah, she's so good and so impressive. I would have happily seen her join the TARDIS crew at that age. Yes, yeah. yeah Before she got to the worked. teen years and yes. become all stroppy. Yeah, and, and no, no, both of them are utterly charming. Stephen yeah. Moffat's writing, I don't have a problem with it no. at all. It is a little bit silly going through all the different types of food I, and spitting them yeah, out and I, stuff. And again, normally those sort of scenes I hate, and I know you, you, you're not a fan of them, is the the enforced silliness, but this absolutely works. And I think, I don't know whether it's the way it's edited or just the charming performances, but this should be obnoxious and you should be rolling your eyes and it all works. I think an awful yeah. lot to do with it is Matt Smith. And we've yeah. oh, said agree, this about yeah. the fella before yeah. that, you know, it's he's not forced. He's, he's got acting yeah. chops yeah. and he has charm about him and he has presence. Yes. And when he's being funny, he is funny. He is funny. Yeah, he's not. He's not embarrassingly funny. Um, the, my my only drawback with this scene, as as charming and wonderful and enjoyable as it is, is it launched you know a hundred thousand modern Who fans to somehow think that fish fingers and custard mm -hmm. is important, and they'll have parties where they have to eat that. And I hate that sort of thing. It's well, a throwaway gag. It's a throwaway gag, but eyes. yes, yeah. but who fans, they latch yes, onto things. Yeah, That's why, how many do, conventions yeah. have you been to where, you know, you have boys and girls with a bow tie, with a fez yeah. on? They just yeah. latched onto it, haven't they? they you know? Have, yes. But you say he's got acting chops. I mean, the, the bit next when he sat down with Amelia eating his fish fingers yeah. and custard, you know, absolutely brilliant. On one... It, uh, yeah. After you, I was going to say it's it's so cleverly written that it starts off two people talking about frivolous food, and it ends up a chilling exchange about why this young girl is so frightened. And it's pitch perfect. It doesn't suddenly veer into it. It's it gradually builds to it, and it's yeah. I would say it's it's an almost perfect scene. Yep. And I'll be playing it in, <coughs> in full on the audio, Good. just about here. It deserves it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Funny. Am I? Good. Funny's good. What's your name? Amelia Pond. Oh, that's a brilliant name. Amelia Pond. Like a name in a fairy tale. 
Or in Scotland, Amelia? No, I had to move to England. It's rubbish. So what about your mum and dad, then? And upstairs? Thought we'd have woken them by now. Don't have a mum and dad. Just an aunt. I don't even have an aunt. You're lucky. I know. So your aunt? Where is she? She's out. And she left you all alone? I'm not scared. Of course you're not. You're not scared of anything. Box falls out of the sky, man falls out of a box, man eats fish custard. And look at you. Just sitting there. So you know what I think? What? Must be out of a scary crack in your wall. Uh, yeah, it, it is pitch perfect. It's very well written. It is, as you say, it's quite unsettling at the end because, you know, the doctor says, you know, Amelia Pond living alone with an aunt, da, da, da. Um, you know, I think, what? That must be a hell of a crack in your wall, you know? And, and, and she is really good. And, you know, I used to work in a junior school and this is how young, like, little 10-year-olds act. Yeah. I, I've known so many like this. Nothing phases them. You know, <laughs> um, that, that they are like this. This is such a genuine performance. Yeah, well, as a, as a young kid, you accept that monsters exist, don't you? We all, we all did. We all had monsters under the bed or in the cupboard or, you know, living in the outside toilet. They were real. Um, yeah, so you, you're, as, as a child of this age, you're the line that separates reality from fantasy is almost non-existent. Mm. And you're right, this is this is... This is very, very realistic. And that, to be fair to Stephen Moffat, he's got an excellent ear for dialogue. Um, can you imagine her keep saying ace? Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're not that far it, yeah. away from that. Oh, Gordon Benny. We're not that far, you know, a couple of years down the road, and that's what they would be writing her as. How, how, <laughs> how can a mid-twenties Sophie Aldred be acting more childish than a genuine yeah. 10-year-old? <laughs> I know, it's shocking, isn't it? Oh, it's good grief. Shocking. Yeah. So they go up and they have a look at this crack yes. in the wall. And it's not a crack in the wall, is it? It's a crack in the world. It's two realities have, have butted up to yeah. each other. And, and again, it's, it's it's well played where Matt Smith's looking at it and, and he works it out and he's, he's like, this is a weird crack. It's got, you know, it doesn't, it's got no depth to it and all of this. And he, yeah, he works out that this is, if you destroyed this wall, the crack would still be there. This is a crack in reality. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, which is is a great concept. It is a great concept. Um, yeah. I, they... I, I love just after he does that, and he's when she says, "Will everything be fine?" And he says, um, "You know, you know the sort of people that tell you that everything's going to be fine." And then he gets ruled out, and he says, "Everything will be fine." It's brilliant. It's yeah. it's so clever. <laughs> Um, he opens the crack, doesn't he? And uh, with yes. the sonic screwdriver, and we get the giant eyeball. And I can remember watching this with uh, our children, who were really quite young at the time. And this is the first point during this story where they were a bit unsettled by this giant staring eyeball peering yeah. through the crack in the wall. And it is a great visual if you give the pun. It is, yeah, it's a very well done uh, visual effect, yeah. Yeah. And the doctor reckons it, um, that must be Prisoner Zero's guard. This eyeball is the guard of Prisoner Zero, who is escaped. They hear yes. that Prisoner Zero has escaped. Um, 
Um, and again, I, I like the little bits that Stephen Moffat can do about creepiness, right? We've had a bit of a, yeah. you, you know, disturbing exchange between the Doctor and Amy about the crack in the wall. And then he's missing something. I'm missing something. Something out the corner of my eye. And that's a good moment yeah. as well. That's very, very, very Moffat. And it's great. This is this is where his strengths lay, isn't it? Yeah, the the something at the corner of your eye, something just beyond your vision, something you're ignoring. It's yeah, it's 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 classically creepy. <clears throat> and this is better than any any sort of special effect they can do. Yeah. Just Matt Smith saying it's something scary. That's good enough. Right? Yeah, and it's the door, it isn't it? It's the door yeah. that he focuses on, but then he's distracted because the cloister bell starts ringing. Yes. And he runs off and he, he says he's got... some fanboys squeed <laughs> Yes. Did you? No. Oh, okay. I think the cloister bell's a stupid idea. It's overdone, isn't it? Yeah. Just that one time, it should have just one done time, it once. One time, that's all it was for, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he tells her that he needs to go five minutes into the future and it will be yes. right back. Trust me, I'm the doctor. Um, yeah, and this this is this is brilliant as well because this works. I remember the first time I watched this, you don't immediately twig what's going on. No, um, but it's a it's a again a, a absolutely terrifying idea. Again, well done, Stephen Moffat, of of what happens to this little girl and the the unimaginable sort of um, effects that the Doctor has on someone without thinking about it. So yeah, she's she's traumatized and scarred for life because of this, you know, slight malfunction in the TARDIS. And um, yeah, it's it's just very clever. How do you think? How long do you think she waited? Did she wait all night? Well, it's 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 hard, it, it, it's heartbreaking in the same way. Do you remember the Future Armor episode where Fry's dog waits outside the pizza mm, place yeah. for him and ends up dying there? It's yeah, it's just because cause you we've all been kids. You all know if someone promises you something even something very small and it doesn't happen as a kid that's devastating yeah so yeah i imagine she waited there all night and possibly the next day yeah and of course as you say for the yeah for the next 12 years she's maintaining there was this yes. man and nobody believes her but but yeah, uh, the, he's just a raggedy man yeah hey, wrong, back wrong to mad max in character again yeah. um so yeah, Again, we we don't know this at the point. We don't know that no, this is no. in the past. Um, so when the TARDIS comes back, okay, it's f it's not five minutes later because it's daytime now. So, yeah. um, but you don't know it's twelve years. And and he runs in to rescue Amy and gets knocked yeah. out by someone. We don't see it at first with yeah. a cricket bat. Gets uh, whacked in the face by a cricket bat. Yeah, and then we go and meet Rory for the first time. Sorry about that, folks. We've just had a little technical issue. I yes. don't know if that's the uh, a Traxi warship appearing overhead, but my internet cut out for a little while. Yes, it was, it was either the Traxi warship overhead or the Vogon constructor fleet finally come for us. Who would win in a fight out of those two? Oh, I think the Vogons would. Yeah. I think they they got bureaucracy on their side. That's yeah, because the powerful tool. Well, the attraxi don't actually ever do anything. We never no. see them incinerate anything, do we? No, that's true. And the Vogons do actually destroy the earth. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's Vogons. Yeah. 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 Just before my internet went down, uh, I think it was your scream of joy. Yes. Uh, Rory. Uh, meeting Rory. Yeah. Yes, there he the is. The internet just couldn't contain 
Alpha Davo. He's no, in. he um, is very good from the think, get-go as well. Think, yeah. Do you think Stephen Moffat was once frightened in a hospital? Because you got this, the um, gas mask people. Yeah. In a hospital. Do you think he was frightened? Well, he's got issues. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think he might have. Yeah, he might do. Mm. Um, I yeah, I, I like these little hospital scenes because immediately. Rory is a is a lovable character, isn't he? He's like everyone's just everyone's even the doctors are dismissing him because he's a nurse. Yep, he he's fully formed, isn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For, I mean, to be fair, we haven't met old Amy yet, but all the characters, all all the companions in this, be it young Amy, old Amy, Rory, and the Doctor, all come out the gate fully formed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I do like him here. He's 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 saying about the coma patients are calling yes. out for her, but they're not. They're calling yeah, out they call out for doctor. The doctor. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I like this. He works it out because he's he's a clever bod, really, and he he works out a lot of the stuff in these episodes and never gets credit for it. But my my favourite bit is where um, he's he's showing the the doctor his phone and. He says, I take some photos on it. And she goes, what? He goes, it's a camera too. It's like, oh God, that's so dated this episode, isn't it? And doesn't the doctor yeah. call it a video? A, a video camera phone a, or something. A, yeah, a video, a video phone. phone. Yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh dear. Yes, yes. Um, so that's that. We've got Rory established, although we don't yes. know that he's going to be important just yet. Um, and we cut back to the doctor coming round. Um yes. What do you make of this pan up Karen Gillan's legs like this and the next shot, which is practically up her skirt? Um, I, 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 I'm torn between, uh, it's a very nice shot, but it is weirdly sexist in, even in the short time it's been since this episode aired, um, the whole sort of kissogram aspect and that i know i'm not sure they would do it now no it's it, not that long ago it's harking back to the something for the dads yeah. isn't it it is it's that's exactly what it is i think um karen gillen's natural charm pulls it through in in a very very much like and not my favorite companion but very much like joe grant way in that what could be a horrendously two-dimensional character isn't yeah, she's not. She, she's not come off the set of Benny Hill or anything like no, that. No, exactly not. No, it's and this, this works really well because I remember when when I first watched this, um, that I wasn't. I didn't immediately click that that she wasn't a police officer. I mean, you should do looking at the outfit, but you know, it's the BBC, um, and I, I quite like this. I think it's quite a nice. Nice little segment again. This it's so it's chock full of really charming scenes. Well, I I tell you what, I can remember before this story was shown, there was a behind the scenes photo, and it was Matt Smith and Karen at the ice cream van having an ice cream, and there she is dressed yeah. in that outfit. And I can just remember thinking, oh no, Doctor Who is now coming yeah. to this, has it? So our yeah, companion is a policewoman who just so happens to <laughs> look like she's yeah. yeah been in a Benny Hill sketch. Um, I understand it now, but I didn't understand it then, and that was off-putting. Yes, definitely. I think um, of all the new Who companions, though, I think I think we've said this before that that Amy is one of probably the best. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, she again 
all credit to uh, the actress. She's gone she's, on to much better yeah. paid things. But um, here, here she's yeah. bloody good. She's because, really good, yeah. yeah. when the Doctor says, where's Amelia, you can see yeah. the shock on her face. Yeah. I'm presuming she does recognise him. I mean, it's been 12 years and she only knew him for like, you know, 20 minutes. Well, that, that's the only, I mean, that's the only caveat really in this scene. Because we can, we can all go, we can all say she doesn't recognise him because for her it's been 10 years. Mm -hmm. So could you remember someone you met for 20 minutes 10 years ago? I can barely remember people I met today. Um, but then we later find out that she's made drawings, dolls, paintings that are spot on. And you can see they're Matt Smith. Yeah. So why would she not immediately? If it, it's the it's the only sort of little bit that doesn't work really as far as plotting. But mm. it, it causes, it's done for a reason. I don't think it's a, I think that, that you know, Stephen Moffat would have known this was a slight cheat. But it, it introduced, again, it very cleverly step at a time introduces this situation yeah because we um, don't know that's something yeah at this exactly point, do yeah. we mm. and it's it's a nice little it's a nicer thing I, I do love as well the um when when they she finally sort of starts to work out that this is probably the the raggedy doctor and the doctor sort of again mentions the at the corner of the eye the the doorway and he's genuinely frightened and i like that mm. because too many times we get where the doctor's not frightened by anything and is treating stuff as a joke. So therefore the viewer, you go, eh, if the doctor's not frightened, why should I be? Yeah. But yeah, this is really good. He's, he's scared of this. Yeah. Um, before we get to that though, at the next corner uh, of your eye thing, the, the one annoying thing in this story uh, for me is the dog bloke. Um, there's yes. just something about him. He can't act. He can't. Yeah, he's, when he's not. He's not called on to do that. He, he doesn't have a speaking line. He yeah. just woofs. You know? He uh, he strikes me as the sort of person you would have in the background of the old Vic mm. in EastEnders, the Queen Vic. Sorry, not the old Vic. That's a bloody playhouse. No, he wouldn't um, be in there. No, he wouldn't be in there. He yeah, he's he's got a touch of the Deadmans about him. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I reckon he he looks like a Derek as well. He does. Yes. Um, it's again a nice a nice concept that this you know when we do finally see him this creature is it doesn't know that it's two beings um, mm. so it, he's barking but it doesn't quite work does it doesn't no quite no doesn't quite come off um, that's the corner of the eye bit he says to her how many rooms are there. Yes. on this floor and she goes five and he goes no six you know yeah. look out Which the corner of your eye yeah, like, it is creepy uh, there's a door that we have yeah. uh, not aware of you know because there's a perception filter is this the first yeah. time perception filter is used in new who um no because the perception filter was on torchwood base there was one on the tardis no oh, yeah this okay. this is i think this was early tenant was the first use of perception filter um, if I'm wrong, I'm sure someone will correct me on Facebook uh, if you know better. But yeah, mm. it's been, it's definitely been mentioned before. All right. I do like the whole bit. I mean, yeah, he is terrified. Uh, and I do like the stay away from that door. Yeah. Don't touch the door. Don't go through the door. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they never listen? Yeah. No. And uh, yeah, she goes in there and uh, yeah, his sonic screwdriver's there. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. it must have rolled under the door. To... 
it's a shock as well to see the old Sonic. The old, old Sonic, yeah. Yeah. Sonic, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, it's rolled under the door, hasn't it? And yeah. got up on the table. Well, yeah, and I like got that, a lot see. of goo on it. Oh, it's rolled under the door and then jumped up on the table. Yeah. And then she immediately uh, fingers the goo. It's like, no, don't be touching alien goo. That Nothing good ever came out of that in any film. Nobody touches alien goo and it's a no. good thing. No. Um, and that's when the alien comes down, a rather dated CGI snake now. Yes, does, yeah. Doesn't doesn't quite convince anymore. No, it's just there, isn't it? You can see it's yeah. superimposed. It's not yeah, on no, that set. No depth to it whatsoever. It's it's it flat, looks like it's isn't been it? Slapped on, yeah. Yes, yeah. And to be fair, that I don't, I, I couldn't remember whether whether I liked this at the time, the effect, or whether it was dated then. And it's the same of when when people when the this creature opens its mouth when it's disguised as a human being, and you see the same sort of teeth, and that doesn't work either. No. It would have been much better just to bung some false teeth in them. That would have been so much better. Yeah. But it was effective because I remember our children, when the dog blo- the dog bloke opens his mouth and you do have the CGI teeth, that freaked the, them the hell out, you know? So yeah. on a childish level, that works. Us, we go as dodgy yeah. CGI. But um, no, 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 it was effective for the children, definitely. Um, yeah. So there's a voice from outside saying Prisoner Zero, zero will yeah. vacate the human residence. Which, which is, this whole next sequence is, I mean, we will mention it, it's very, very Vogon Constructor Fleet. Yes. The same idea, the same style of voice, the same sort of message. Um, I, I, if, if it's not a coincidence, I'll, I'll put it down to homage. Mm. Because it's light enough, but yeah, it's, it's worryingly close to Douglas Adams. It yeah. is, it is rather, and of course they're there because you know the Doctor opening the crack, Ua, um, has yeah. has um, alerted the Atraxi, who have now yes. turned up. Now later on, they don't know where Prisoner Zero is, but it arrives yeah. and says the Prisoner Zero will vacate the human residence. Yeah, which is great because because we think they mean the house, but they mean the planet. Yes, yes. Which is I, I, again nice, nice little bit of. Uh, but you don't know that because you the think time. yeah you you don't know that time you think they're just outside the house, which makes more sense in it because they've run outside and that and they're looking upwards and yeah you you think they're that they're there outside the house and they're not they're broadcast into the whole planet. Yes, in every um, language we later find out isn't as it, well. Isn't it lovely as well though? I don't know whether just because I grew up in a village like this, but isn't it lovely not to be on a council estate? Yes, it is. It's. I mean, it could easily have been set in London, yeah. couldn't it? Easy. Oh, easily, yeah. yeah. They could have been on... This could have been all the same council estate, you know. Yeah. You'd have had references to roads. Yeah, of course you would, yeah. yeah. No, this is complete complete cut. I mean, they don't, don't stay with it for very long, but it's complete cut, and it's really nice because this is... Just like I say, this is the sort of areas I grew up in. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. We had a shed not too dissimilar to that because it's the yeah. shed that tips him off, isn't it? I don't like yes. the silly licking it to find yeah. out how old it is. That's rather naff. But yeah, the doctor realises that shed's yeah. 12 years old, but he destroyed the shed. Yeah, and this is when he starts to Five twig, minutes ago. It? Yeah, he's starting to twig. Yeah, and and that is Amy. Uh, the penny yes. finally drops. That's Amy, uh, 12 years and four uh psychiatrists later yes yes great because at at this point amy's decided as well and she she knows he's this is now the doctor yes um but uh yeah it's it's a nice little reveal um then we get 
so they they run off into uh, is it Ledsworth? Ledsworth. Ledsworth. Led, yeah, uh, like I say, nice looking little village, and the doctor's noticing this weird stuff going on, um, and everyone comes out, and then the doctor's quite disparaging, isn't he? That he says, "Oh, that when the world ends, people come out with their." Uh, their video phones. With their video phones. Yeah, He's not wrong. I mean, phones. that hasn't changed. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what happens changed. now. Anything that happens, yeah. everybody just whips their phone out, don't they? Yeah. I, I, I was um, I was driving home yesterday from work, and uh, I passed four four men in sort of walking down the street, totally not connected to each other, and they all were in the same pose of walking along, looking at their phone, mm. one after the other. So yeah, it's not changed. No, it, got it, that right. it's when you see people cycling and looking at their phones yeah. at the same time. It's I like, know, are you yeah. mad? Um, I like just... I like the line when they go to the ice cream van. Um, you know, yeah. the guy inside who's in all the Ray Winston stuff and yeah. things like that, and he goes, "It's meant to be Claire de Lune." <laughs> he goes, <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> "That's a nice little moment." It is. That's very good. Uh, but then it's offset by the, the the one thing that I sort of detest in this episode and it's the most moffat thing oh ever, you're not going to talk the, about the blood no the sherlock effect where the doctor goes hold on i missed something i missed something and then we get oh. the and this happens in sherlock all the time this this horrendous sort of effect where you're looking through the doctor's thing and he's noticing different things blah, 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 yeah blah, yeah did, and then he works out i hate it absolutely hate it this like i say they they overuse this trope pretty much from the first episode of sherlock onwards and it's it's a horrible. It sits out like a sticks out like a sore thumb on this. We've had lovely direction up to now, proper shots, proper composition, and we get this this horrible effect. Yeah. Just, no. No, don't I don't know. like it. I don't like it. But you're 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 forgetting just before that we have Mrs. Mildrew. Oh yes, that's true. Yes. I always forget yeah. she's in. I it. forget she's in it. Yeah, because um, so the the doctor goes in. To a house to see if uh, to basically check on the radios, TVs to see what's on. Yeah, and it's um, it's Mrs. Meldrew. Yes. I do love this as well that everyone knows Amy and no one's surprised by her mad behaviour. Yeah, I do uh, like her. I, so, yeah. oh, are you in the police now? You you, yeah. you were a well, nun. Yes, you're, you're last, a nurse. Yeah, and then a nun. <laughs> yeah, and that's when we find out that Amy's a kissogram, which again is um, it that feels horribly dated, even though it's only a few years back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the idea of a kissogram, isn't it? It's just very strange. I don't think now. You, I, I, I'm guessing kissograms are completely extinct um, I would, post COVID. I would imagine so, post COVID, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, maskogram. Maskogram. <laughs> Um, and I like Mrs. Meldrew. She goes, oh, yes, it's you. Great. I know you from somewhere. Oh, it's you. Yeah. You're the raggedy doctor. Because yeah, Amy has been telling everybody exactly, about yeah. Everyone recognises the doctor before everyone else does. Yeah, and it's, oh, it's the doctor. He is real. Brilliant. Yeah, no no wasted time in this. It's like, yeah, they all accept it. We've got Mr. Ferguson, um, you know, where Amy is outside with Mr. Ferguson and... Uh, and oh the yeah, doctor, and the car, yeah, who is Cully? As I say, he of the great giant nappy. Oh, is that? Oh, that's Cully. That's... I didn't even recognize. I know you said last time Cully was in this. I didn't even recognize. That's him. Cully from the Dominators. Oh right, he of the big it's nappy. A bit more interesting. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah, but you only see him from the waist up. I wonder if he's got that's a big true. nappy on. Still. I imagine so. I, there's probably more need for the nappy now. I reckon. Mm, yeah. I mean, he's got to be getting on a bit, hasn't he? 
Well, he's dead now, isn't he? Is he? Well, yeah. he's not getting on anything now. <laughs> he okay. made it to the end of the yeah. recording, at least, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do like, you know, he gets his apple out, doesn't he? Um, yes. The doctor, not Cully. Yeah, um, not Cully. And, and says, you know, just believe me for 20 minutes. Yeah, and, and... which is, again, a nice, clever little thing, because she knows it's the original apple. It's not rotted. Um, it's the final convincing piece for her, isn't it? Yeah, and that's when he runs off and finds Rory. You know, everyone's yeah. filming the sun except you. What's going on, you yeah. know? And and he says, that man over there can't be there because he's in hospital. But also Rory goes, oh, oh, my God, it's him. Yeah, <laughs> it's him, yeah. He immediately <laughs> recognises him as well. Yeah, it's the raggedy man, the raggedy doctor. Um, yeah, again, I, it's great. They just all accept that, oh, oh, Amy was telling the truth. Yeah, fair yep. enough. Move on. Yep. Again, very, very fairy tale quality, this story, which is really good. Mm, yeah. And it, th- there's a bit of the fairy tales about the Atraxi spaceship. Yeah, sure. As we say, a bit Kryptonian. Uh, yes. With a whacking yeah. great big eyeball. I don't like the stupid moment with the sonic screwdriver where, you know, uh, affecting things. You know, starting up the fire engine, making you know, yeah, you know, things move. Yeah, how, how is that? How is that doing? I mean, at this at this point, the sonic screwdriver had become a wand, but it gets worse and worse. I, when it's destroyed in this, I actually thought, "Way great, thank mm. goodness." Um, not little knowing, little knowing what was to come. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Well, no, not today though. This is all. This is uh, before all the uh, nonsense, really. Uh, yes. Yeah. In. This. This is. Yeah. This is because uh, we'd we'd had sort of a couple of good solid tenant years, and then we had a, a not so solid tenant year of specials where it was very very hit and miss, and then we had like the tenant final one. I think most people realistically at that point thought, yeah, he's 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 done his turn, mm. uh, and this this felt like a fresh new beginning. Um, but how how quickly I suppose they re- they reserve they sort of go back to the fullbacks and it where the Sonic is can do anything. And, yeah, it didn't take yeah. long. Didn't but, take long. No, but for now we've got the Dog Man. Yes, and um, you know who somehow drifts down into the drain and materialises yeah. in the hospital. Um, again, Rory's really good when the Doctor says to Amy, "Your friend, the good-looking one." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, yeah. thanks." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. He goes, yeah. He goes. Uh, this is this is Rory, my uh, friend, boyfriend. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> poor old. We've all yeah. been Rory. We all we've are all been Rory. Rory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to be fair, yeah. Um, Amy's Amy's. We said it before. Amy's not a nice person. No, really. No. Um, but yeah, I I do feel for Rory. And then, like you say, when he goes, um, your friend, no, no, the good-looking one. Who's that? <laughs> Oh, bloody hell. It's Jeff yeah. on his Jeff. laptop. Yeah. And I can distinctly remember being very un, uh, uncomfortable watching this with my yeah. lit, little while he, when he's going on about, you know, get a girlfriend, Jeff, and yeah. uh, it, it, delete your little, internet history. It's the little bits that bring this into reality that don't work in this, and it really weirdly. I like the, this this bit with the, yeah, the, the internet history. It's like the... The tone's sort of wrong there. Mm. Um, yeah, it do- doesn't doesn't quite fit. Uh, and then we get the second sort of foretaste of things to come. There's three of them in this this program. Luckily, one of them they don't carry. On. Can you imagine that the doctor's viewpoint where he solves problems like that? If they'd have kept that as that's Matt Sticks, uh, Matt Smith's stick, 
mm. that he does. They do this whenever he's dead. That would have been horrendous. Yes. But we, yeah, we we get this sequence where the Doctor works out that uh, every, NASA, Jodrell Bank, everyone Patrick is Moore. Uh, Patrick Moore is um, is on a video call to discuss the spaceships that have appeared, and he hacks into it. And it's not horribly overdone here, but this is again a taste of things to come of the 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 doctor's able to to you know worldwide people mm. will start listening to him um but it, it you get a couple of nice little comedy moments with patrick moore yeah <laughs> being some sort of pervert evidently yeah behave patrick um, yeah <laughs> uh, dodgy um and it's so it, it you can forgive it because it's not belabored, but it it will become a running thing, won't it? Where the doctor, right, you know, up to the point where he becomes the president of the earth. Mm. Yeah, I, I I don't understand how in in that short amount of time he can write a computer virus that's going to no. reset every clock on the planet to zero, including mechanical clocks. Somehow, yes. well, I don't I, know I'm how that not, works. I'm not entirely certain that. Stephen Moffat understands how technology works. No, no. You know, yeah. Write a, a virus on a phone. Yeah. 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 No. no. <laughs> on a phone of that era as well. Well, yeah. that's coming up, isn't it? Because, you know, yeah. when, when they get to the hospital, the doctor nicks a fire engine and yes. um, Prisoner Zero is now Olivia Coleman and two girls. How, how far is the hospital from Amy's house? Because on... On the maps, it's not that far. I don't. We get this long, belaboured sequence of the Doctor driving down dual carriageway yes. in the fire engine, but later on, it's it's within walking distance of Amy's house on the village green, which it should be because if if you look on, like I, I think there's a map in in the 2011 Brilliant book. There's a map of the village based on the actual village, and it's it's within walking distance. It's like. Where's he driving that fire engine? <laughs> Maybe at the top up with petrol or something. Yards. Well, possibly, possibly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but no, no, no. You say about the phone because just coming up here. I mean, you know, um, you know, the prisoner zero is saying about you know to Amy. You know, I, yeah. I watched you grow up. You know, waiting for your magic doctor Ooh, to yeah. return. Yes, and yes, Creepy and then. Bugger. On that old phone, you get an yeah. old-style text message. I mean, how tiny is that screen? How <laughs> crude is the text on that screen that says duck, you know? Yeah. Blimey, Times it's dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even something like that is well-dated now, isn't it? Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Technology is just exponentially getting better. Yeah. Oh, Olivia, prisoner. She's yes. really good. I like the way she's mocking the Doctor, you know. Oh, yeah. And you... it, there was a big big thing, wasn't it, that Olivia Coleman was in Doctor Who and she was going to be... And uh, they don't really use her to any great extent. I mean, she's a brilliant actress. Mm. Um, and I, I, I agree, she would. I think she would make a very good Doctor. Um, but they don't really use her much in here. But what the stuff she is given to do, she's great. Yeah. Mm. And of course, yeah, mocking the doctor is great. Mocking the doctor with nuggets of things we don't yeah. know about, but we're going to find out. You know, she's mocking him because he doesn't know about the Pandorica, what the Pandorica yeah. is, how silence will fall, and all that. Oh it's... yes, we get we get the. Um, I think J.J. Abrams used to call them mystery boxes. So J.J. Abrams' style of writing is he will introduce a mystery box, uh, but he has no interest in solving that mystery. Mystery boxes are just to get you 
mm. hooked for the next bit. And I think Stephen Moffat took that to heart because he's the same similar writer. So he introduces, I mean, an absolute plethora of, of mystery boxes that will be trolled out throughout the series. None of them are really satisfactory answered. No. We're back to Bad Wolf, but times five. But yeah, we get we and as he was saying them, I was thinking, oh god, we got that to come. Oh yeah, oh. we've got all this to come again. Yeah. We got all this yeah. to come because you know full well at this point when he creates these, uh, these the silence will fall. They've no idea about what the the story is. Well, you're... this is pure. Yeah, it's J.J. Abrams and Lost, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. exactly that. Yeah, they've got no concept that the silence are what they turn out to be. And, of course, none of it makes any sense later on, really. Um, But it's it's quite a nice... They could have... I think they could have stuck with just the, you know, the mystery of you don't know who who cracked the universe. Because that would have worked, but they just layer it on and on and on and on. Yeah. but I suppose you've got to get that ARC audience watching, haven't you? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. This this was the height of the season-long ARC storyline for television programmes. Yeah. But Matt Smith is still good in all this, you know. He, he says yeah. about what's great about this phone, this phone I've got yeah. here. You know what it's full of? It's all full of photos, and it's all full of yeah. photos of you. Who the man... And it's oh, like, oh. Yeah. And at least they acknowledge that that's <laughs> yes, terrible. That is I'm correct. never going to say that again. Yeah, yeah. Um, it works in that yeah. context. But if he yes. had done that, you know, oh, without that, if that would have been his catchphrase. Jesus. Who the man? No, oh. no, stop it. Yeah, so he uploads all the photos that Raw has taken of the various bodies uh, so that the Atraxi. No. Pre- Prisoner Zero. I keep forgetting he's not the Atraxi. Prisoner Zero can't hide. But then Prisoner Zero goes, oh, there's one more person that I can inhabit. And the Doctor goes, well, you'd have need to have studied them for a long time. And of course, we're all going, well, it's Amy, isn't it? It's Amy. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he duplicates himself as Amy. Yes, yeah. Um, and yeah, because the real Amy, the grown-up Amy, passes out. Yeah. Yeah. And Zero is the Doctor with... And he doesn't recognise it. It's like, who's that? Because yeah. he hasn't looked in a mirror yet. Has no, that, that's a nice point. It's like, who, who's that? It's like, what? I look like that. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. But Amelia, nice little Amelia's yeah. there as well. Yes. And uh, what a disappointment you've been. <laughs> yeah. He gets. Um, but no, the doctor talks to Amy in the coma and tells her to dream about what she saw. And uh, and that's when it changes back. Yeah. So we get a, a, a snake disguising itself as someone else thinking about disguising itself as a snake. Yes. <laughs> Convoluted. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. So the... Um, the Atraxi then know that Prisoner Zero is there. Yep, uh, and and is captured, and it goes away. Yes. And that's the end of Prisoner Zero, and you think that's going to be the end of the end of the story, but the Doctor calls the Atraxi back, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. And, and I, we heard it earlier, but this is when it fully comes in. This this anthem that we have in this yeah, era the of Doctor's theme. the Doctor's yeah. theme, which is rather good. I I, I like it when it's yeah, used. Yeah, I, I like it. It's used. Good, yeah properly yeah um, sparingly and properly at the right moment yeah yeah yeah. but before that he gets changed and we get the stupid ogling by amy um and rory is great rory's great with the whole oh he's stealing clothes look amy he's saying oh he's taking them off now you're not you're not gonna watch are you yes Yes. (laughs) (laughs) and why not and uh he goes up onto the roof he's told them to come back and he goes up onto the roof and uh, i think this next moment is my favorite moment from 
New Who. I can't think off the top of my head anything that's better than what happens next. So this was a good idea, was it? They were leaving. Leaving is good. Never coming back is better. Come on, then! The Doctor will see you now! You are not of this world. No, but I've put a lot of work into it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Is this world important? Important? What's that mean, important? Six billion people live here. Is that important? Here's a better question. Is this world a threat to the Atraxi? Well, come on, you're monitoring the whole planet. Is this world a threat? No. Are the peoples of this world guilty of any crime by the laws of the Atraxi? Okay. One more, just one. Is this world protected? But you're not the first lot to have come here. Oh, there have been so many. And what you've got to ask is... What happened to them? I'm the doctor. Basically, run. Yeah, it, it definitely, because we, up to this point, we hadn't really had any acknowledgement of previous classic Who in Doctor Who the Yard. I mean, Chris Reckleston, they actively said, no, 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 this is nothing to do with Classic Who. This, you think of it as a reboot, get on with it. Blah, blah, blah. And in David Tennant, we had a couple of little throw-ins. And then in The Next Doctor, we had like a couple of glimpses of, of Hartnell. And, it was, oh, and this was the first real, which is massively late in the new Who run. This was the first sort of, mm. here's the old Doctors. Right. Um, and, and this does become overused, I think. Um, but in this instance, this is this is sort of the first use of the run from me. You should be scared of me, and it works here. But it gets it becomes Stephen Moffat's go to trope of if you can't think, yeah, yeah, if you can't think of a way out, just have the Doctor say he's the Doctor, yeah, and everyone will crap themselves and run away. I said but in this, this last week, works, yeah. I said this yeah. last week, you know, I can't stand the idea of the Doctor being the guardian yeah. of the universe and everything, but I, I forgive it here. I don't mind yeah. it here because it's bluster yes. from the Doctor to the Atraxi, you know. And that's what, it, that's what it should always have been. It should have been him, at the end of it, it should have been him going, oh, bloody hell, I didn't think that would work. It's all I had left. Mm. Right, so, but it becomes it becomes that the program believes it. Yeah. And... I believe it. I believe Matt. I think he's brilliant yeah. in this. I mean, there he is. He's on his roof. He's sorting his tie out. Um, 
you know, he's scanned by the Atraxi, uh, who says, you're not of this planet. And he says, uh, no, but I've put a lot of work into it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then he, he questions the Atraxi. Is this yeah, planet it, important? He uses logic, which is great. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, is, is this planet is this planet important? Have they done anything? Have they broken your rules? We do get the. I think just earlier we got the first mention of the. Uh, uh, oh, the accord or something. The accord, yeah, which becomes a big running thing and it never goes anywhere. Um, the shadow proclamation. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, we get it builds up and you get flashbacks to previous doctors. Yeah, because he says, "Is, is the world protected?" Yeah. Yeah. And what happened to them, all the people, you know, that have come yep. to the Earth. And we do. We have a pretty terrific yeah. montage of all the previous yeah. doctors. And if, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're the hairs on your back and your neck aren't going up while you're watching it, something wrong with you. Music's brilliant it's, as well. Yeah, that music band, swells up. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, great, great scene. And then Matt Smith walks through the sort of hologram bit and basically says, uh, I'm the doctor. Basically, run, which is a lovely throwback to Chris Reckleson's first yeah. line, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, so tying everything together. But he's dead serious. He's yes. not. He's he's not sending anything up at this point. No, it is no. basically run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which again is is it's quite a nice dark line. They've never really done it satisfactorily, but yeah, that it's quite a nice dark side to the Doctor. Um, but but this is yeah, it's it's just great, Matt Smith gets his doctor moment mm. in his first episode. Ah, wait great. for behind the scenes, because it's oh, not right. his first moment, but I'll tell you about that shortly. Oh, right. right. I also I also love the fact that he just picks these clothes up and it's so subdued. Mm. You know, tweed jacket, decent shirt. Well, he's in a hospital, course, isn't yeah. he? You know, yeah. and, and you will have a variety of, it's, uh, of clothes. Yeah. It's not like when the 13th Doctor goes into a charity shop and yeah, comes out and in, finds in that all costume. all brand new matching yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, that all fits. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, so it's a bit silly, the TARDIS key materialising in his, in his hand. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Um, um, that would have been very handy in uh, Spearhead from Space, wouldn't it? Yeah. If that ability was something that happened. Yeah. Karen's good when she yep. has to watch the TARDIS leave again. Yeah. It's uh, devastating again, isn't it? It's sort of, she hears it go in and runs outside and he's gone. Yeah. Um, but then it comes back and you think it's that yep. night, don't you? Uh, we don't know yeah. yet, well, it, but this is two years yeah. later now. Yeah, it's like you, 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 you're, you're prepared because you've seen it earlier, but you think they're not going to go down this joke again. So you're quite safe. You think, oh, it's the next day. And Amy plays it vividly when she goes, uh, that was two years ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, she doesn't want to go with him, but he clicks his no. fingers, the doors open, and uh, we yeah. go inside to see this new interior. What were your yeah, he... thoughts when you saw this for the first time? Uh, and of course, I, it's not... a new exterior yeah. as well, isn't it? That's true, it? yeah. New, new exterior. Um, new new exterior, new interior. Um, he tempts uh, Amy in in a... In a nightwear mm. but, but strange um but no i i'm not a great fan of this tardis it's too I, busy isn't it yeah it is it's it's not one thing that's not another um i i absolutely hate the way that he wanders around and is just flicking stuff and you know it's all again the comedy shtick of 
is made up of junk. Oh, I hate um, I hate the taps. I hate yeah. the typewriter. Um, yeah. Why? What's the point? I remember hate. I remember hating the big glass dildo. Or, <laughs> you know, bloody. Um, it just it's so weird. I don't. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's. Pro- part, yeah, I think it probably is my least favourite new Who Tardis interior. Right. Um, never clicked with me. Never clicked. Okay. All right. Um, I didn't realise the Tardis actually provides sonic screwdrivers. Evidently now, yeah. Yeah. You know, so Thank poor Stephen had to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I wish they just hadn't bothered. I mean, there's this. Um, they've written it into sort of behind the scenes law now, isn't it? That when a new doctor comes along, they go, oh, "I have the new sonic screwdriver. It's traditional." Now you're trying to sell toys. It's merchandise. It's yeah, not tradition. Exactly that. It's yeah. bollocks. Yeah. Um, get rid of it. Don't yeah. need it. It's a, it's a lazy prop. Yeah. Um, just just throw it away. And I was I was so gutted when it appeared again. I was like, oh. And I think I, this is a, probably. I mean, I don't. I'm not a great fan of uh, Jodie Whittaker's Sonic because it does look like Silver Turd. But this is the this is probably my least favourite right. Sonic design. You haven't got one it's, then. I have, I have, yes, I do. <laughs> Having said I'm looking all at that. one now. I'm bloody looking at one now. I got, I got it with um, it was a, a Wii controller, and you got the game and the Sonic and that. And it's oh, useless. Wii can't control it. Yeah, Wii. Yeah, oh yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it hasn't got a Wii setting that controls the flow of your. No, I thought you said Wii weed. Wii, but... I thought it was some a way of controlling the garden what? weeds or something. Oh, we. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I wish it was because at the moment the garden is a mess. Yeah, so is ours. Um, yeah. Rain and sun will do that. Uh, yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm not a great fan of this design. It's too chunky. Mm, and why yeah. it's got why it's got to have an open a bit that opens at the end, I just do not know. Well, because you can get a toy to make it. Do That's that true. As yes, well. that is yeah. very very true. Yeah, and it just ends with him saying, "I'm definitely yeah. a madman in a box." Yeah. And uh, and we end with Amy's art. We see all the uh, artwork that she's produced over the yes. years and kept, uh, ending with the wedding dress. It's not much of a cliffhanger ending, really, is it? Um, no, it's not, because it's... Who cares at the end of the day? Yeah. The, that, that was the bits I could have done without, is when like he goes back and he's in the wedding cake and he ruins the oh. wedding and we get there. Like, I don't, I so don't we're back care. into the soaps yeah. again, aren't we? Yeah, you know? we don't, don't need it. No. Um, Rory and Amy, great couple. We don't need the comedy wedding stuff. But I think, yeah, I I think as this was a... It felt... Cause it was just a normal length, wasn't it, this one? It yeah. felt longer. Yeah. It felt like there was so much in it. Um, I think it's it's probably as close to a perfect episode as New Who has ever got. Mm-hmm. I, know, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yes. All right. So, um, this is a bit tricky. I've, I've had to do um, work this out. You know, we have our Earth date thing. Yes. Right? Now, this is all set in Ledworth, all right? But I'm guessing the last bit, which is two years later than most of it, that's the bit set in 2010. Yeah. Yeah, because I think so. And then the bit that we've watched for most of the episode is two years, is 2008. Yes. And then... And then 12 years before that. So if that is the case, right, the first bit, which is the two years later bit, uh, is 2010, and uh, the 11th Doctor is in Ledworth at the same time for Vampires of Venice and Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Oh, right. So I think 2010 is going to be quite a busy year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, um, it was the year we make contact. 
Well, yes. Do you remember when 2010 was a far off. That was a long way away. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, if we're going back two years before to 2008, yep. right in Ledworth. Anything exciting happened in 2008? Yes, in London, the tenth Doctor was encountering the Sontaran stratagem. Oh right. Okay. In 2008, and when we go back to 1996, when he first meets Amy Pond, right? Um, yeah. There's nothing happening in 1996. The nearest thing to it, and this dates things, the nearest thing to it is 1993, which were all the doctors for Dimensions in Time in the East End in London. So that was three years before the 11th Doctor was. Hmm. So so young Amelia Pond could well have watched Dimensions in Time on... Legman's house party. Yes, yes, yeah. basically. Yeah. So that's that. So, yeah, as, as I say, shall we do the um, Prisoner Zero as well as the attraction? Yeah, we, yeah, we might as well. Yeah. yeah, let's give the listener a bit of a uh, bit more uh, in the way of lists. So, who do you want to do first? Prisoner Zero? Let's or... do Prisoner Zero first then. All right, design of Prisoner Zero. And I guess we've got to think of the snake thing and the. The, the human forms with the teeth. Yeah, yeah. The 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 human forms I think is is quite a good idea. But yeah, it. I suppose we will keep that for the execution. Um, I think it's it's a nice idea that it's it's mimic these things, and it doesn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know that, that that it's two creatures. I quite like that because that sort of harkens back to you know the, the uh, Don Siegel uh, invasion of the body snatchers. You know that yeah. these pod things got no concept of it. Um, so I quite like that. The, the snake, I'm not, I was expecting, even at the time I was expecting more, I think, because mm. they build up this prisoner zero is so dangerous. And it's, like, oh, it's a snake with big teeth. Well, it's an eel, isn't it? It looks like, it's a, an eel, eel, just yeah. like a normal eel. Um, I think the designs were okay. I don't think they're anything special. Um, I'm going to give the designs a slightly above average 5.5, I think. Oh, 5.5. Well, I gave it a 5. Right. All right, so that's 5.25. All right. Okay, so slightly, still slightly above average. Yeah. All right, so uh, how effective, though? Um, it's difficult, this, because the CGI is terrible. The actual, the villain itself, I quite like when it can speak, because it has a nice, like you say, it has a nice line in, um, in sarcastic dialogue. Yeah. The woofing, the barking is just terrible. Um. All told, I think it is slightly below average when you put everything together. So I'm going to give it a four and a half. A four and a half. Well, I gave it a four. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, right. oh, wow. yeah. so we're, um, we're, we're half a point out in both our... Yeah. Um, in, sorry, in both our... Sorry, it's the state coming back. Um, <laughs> in both our um, uh, uh, calculations. So yeah. that gives us a... Adversary rating of four point seven five. All right. All right. Let me just. Our lists are so long now. I know. Shocking. Four point seven five. Back at this, mate. Well, guess what? Prisoner Zero is not alone in his like you know prisoner caravan. Um, he is actually sharing it with the Vespi form. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's so. He's got he's got a big wasp in there, which you don't want a wasp in a caravan, do you? That's that, that's like my idea of hell. But the wasp is a shape shifter as well. That's true. Yeah, 
so they could they could both they could both take on shapes mm. um as, as and be a bit better but yes yeah i think that i think that's about fair actually because it is about the same level of cgi isn't it yes yeah yeah you so, didn't believe for yeah. one minute that wasp no. was not at all no. all right so what about the atraxi then what about the design of the atraxi um i like i'm all i'm a sucker for a big eye i like floating <laughs> eyes that goes on a t-shirt thing. yeah i mean there's something that you got the iconic like uh, Jurassic Park in, on the T Rex eyeball. And I, yeah. There's something about eyeballs, I think, and and disembodied eyeballs are quite a I, certainly for me quite a scary idea. I always I hate things to do with my own eyes and that. And I, I, as a kid, I always had a worry. I I used to be told this horror story from um, from my gran on my mum's side, uh, where her dad served as a, an artificer in uh, one of the first submarines, and he got steam scolding into his face and they had to pop his eye out and scrape it which i don't know whether that's true or not but i know they used to deal with they used to cut cataracts now and i i I hate i like as a kid i had this terrible fear of my eyes being disembodied for some reason so you're not keen on that bit in evil dead where the uh eyeball flies through the through the air (laughs) okay all right um and, and anything with big eyes, like the Trollenberg Terror, terrible film, but the the creatures are good. I like those sort of eyes. Um, so I think, yeah, it, I quite like that design. But um, when the ship turns up and it's it's very, like you say, Kryptonian, mm. uh, which is not a bad design to steal. We don't get a lot of crystalline stuff. I think there was one other one, like that Christmas star one. Oh, yes, yeah. I can remember that. I can't remember, can't remember what villain that was. Um, so yeah, I I quite like this. So I, I I'm going to give it a bit of a higher score on the Atraxi. So I'm going to put them up to a six and a half. Only a six and a half after all that, and it's only a six and yeah. a half. I know. Well, I can't can't score them too. They are just a bloody eye. <laughs> well, I I really like the design. They're, they're yeah, very very distinctive. Um, when you and... just poke them though, <laughs> with a big stick. Like a stick at them. Yeah. You need another spaceship that's a big stick. Yeah. So I, I developed scored... the stick craft. <laughs> I scored much higher. I gave them an eight. Right. I think it's a really wow. nice oh, design. Wow. You know, the giant eyeball in the crack, yeah. and then uh, you know, mounted underneath that crystalline spaceship. No, I really yeah. like it. So yeah. I've, I've given them an eight. I'll be interested uh, to see whether the execution holds up for you. Then. Well, after what you've just said about your mm. um, fear of them and everything, yeah. how, how effective did you uh, I, find I, them? I thought they were very effective. I. Um, I like the way they've done it. And like I say, it's just a big eye. I like when it first appears in the crack. I think that's, you know, uh, if you if you were looking at a crack and you saw a big eye in it, <laughs> it'd scare you, would it? Make you jump at least. Depends where the... No, I'm not yeah. going to go there. No, all right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're looking into Amy's crack now. <laughs> um, and I, I I do like the uh, I like the way they did the ship. And the way it moved was quite interesting as well. It's, like I say, it reminded me of like a chandelier or something. Um, so I, I'm going to go up to an eight for that for the execution. Now that's very very the word strange. we use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, well, well, effectiveness is what effectiveness, we use. Effectiveness, that's what yeah. we use. God, yeah. I'm terrible with words tonight, aren't I? That's funny though because mm. you've gone higher than me this time oh. on effectiveness. I gave it a seven, right? Oh, oh. And you gave it an We're eight. All over the place. We are. Yeah, yeah. These. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's seven and a half for effectiveness and um, 7.254 uh, design. That gives him an adversary rating of 
Well, I'm going to have to do that to that. 7. So 7.4. 7. We'll 7. round 4, it up yeah. to 7.4. Okay. Right. And, uh, yep, there is a, I'm guessing, a pretty large uh, caravan or a caravan with a crack in the side with an eyeball looking out. Yeah. Um, because 7.4 is uh, the caravan, and that's shared with uh, the Half-Face Man from oh, right, Peter yes. Capaldi's uh, time. Oh, that's a good pairing. Yeah. Um, do you think... Uh, he only had one yeah, eye as yeah. well. He did, yeah. Yeah. But did he have a crack? don't know. <laughs> um, it's hard to tell these days. Um, would, you, would you think... Because one thing Anne said when we were watching this, she goes... Um, when the, when the, the attracts sort of turned up and they're, they're saying they're the police and and she said oh is it the Jadoon? and I thought oh that's interesting would it have worked with the Jadoon instead of the Atraxi? yeah but then you would have added yeah. some stupid rhino looking through the crack instead of an eyeball you would have you would have had a horn in a, a, a horny crack, crack. Yeah. Mm. Worked, would it? no um, also we would have got lots of rhyming nonsense wouldn't we so. oh, oh yeah. i do quite like the jadoon as being the universe's police force well even they, though they're dumb as anything well that's the trouble is they what when they first appeared they should have done them as judges like mm. judge dread you know absolutely ruthless but they went down the oh they're comedy animals yeah it doesn't really work why would you have a police force of useless things yeah rhinos in skirts no it's not yes. for me all right that's okay episode title well, rhinos in skirts. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Next All right. Doctor Who. Rhinos in skirts. Uh, okay. So that's that. That's that. Um, yep. I think um, I'm going to put the eleventh hour on my top ten. Yes, I, I I was as well, but I don't. I can't remember what's in my top ten. So I was going to ask you. All you right. Well, me. it's easy for me um, because yeah. at the moment I've only got a top six, so I'm yeah. just sticking it at the bottom in seventh place. So yeah. that's the eleventh hour. So if you're thinking about putting this on your top 10, if yeah. we go from 10 upwards and you tell okay. me where tell where it goes. So number 10 at the moment, you've got the rescue. Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, okay. Yep, i got to lose the rescue. So All What's right, that? so it's above that. But then we've got the war machines. Oh. What's above the war machines? Attack of the Cybermen. Oh, God, we're getting into some good stuff, aren't we? I'm going to put it between Attack of the Cybermen and the War Machines. All right. Uh, and poor old Rescue. Sorry. Bye-bye, Rescue. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's I mean, that says one. something, doesn't it? I, I would happily, in, say, a couple of weeks' time, if I thought, oh, should I watch The Rescue or The Eleventh Hour? I'd probably go with The Eleventh Hour again. I enjoyed it that much. That's why I'm surprised you haven't yeah. seen it since Transmission, because it, I know, it, I just, I it's wrote fun, it isn't it? Yeah. No, it's no, no. Good, it's good fun. It's absolutely good cracking story like I say it's close I think it's close to the the perfect episode as, as right now I can't it. think of any other new who that no. I enjoyed as much I haven't got any I haven't got any new who above it have I in um, no no this is all yeah. classic who your yeah. list and this is my very first um, yeah, one as yeah. well on my list will it end up being the only one in it? Don't know. well we will find trouble, out trouble is it's like by the time we get through all the stories I'm yeah, I, I'd be surprised if it stayed in mm. um, realistically, but let, let's see. There's a lot more tales to come. All yes. right, um, um, a little bit behind the scenes. Um, yeah, you, you said about um, Caitlin Blackwood played I the young Blackwood, Amy Pond, and yeah, Ka Karen's real-life cousin, 
Um, I'd never acted before. Really? Wow. Ever. That, that was her first acting gig. Can you believe it? Has she stayed in acting? I don't know, but this is a scary thing, right? Karen was 22 when right. when she made uh, The Eleventh Hour. Caitlin is this year going to be 21. So <laughs> she's almost the same age of the older oh, Amy Pond now. That's how long ago oh, this God. was. Yeah. It's weird to think how long ago this was. Because it feels so fresh, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, even though this story, The Eleventh Hour, is the first story of this season, it wasn't the first to be shot, right? Oh, right, okay. Which is explaining what you were saying. Yeah. Um, you know, it was filmed actually in the third production block. Um, right. After they had made... So that explains why he's so solid in it, then. Yes. Well, apparently... Um, be... As Matt Smith was aware of how his doctor was going to be in the... He had already made stories two to five. Uh, because yeah. he knew how he was going to be in those, he's used this one to establish the character, you know? So, right. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The, there was I think a, that's a sensible way of doing it, to be honest. Yeah. Now, there was thought that he would carry over some of the David Tenetisms, if you if you oh, can say that. Um, but no, 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 they wanted Matt to be stranger, to use their words. Um, and he is. He, he is markedly different from David Tennant, isn't he? Yeah, he he's really good because he's got this, although he looks young, you don't think of him as young because he's got this real old worldiness yes. about him. And, and an alien, very much like Tom could do, an alienness without going kooky. Yes, um, yeah. Something Sylvester McCoy never, uh, never really learned. It. And to be fair, <laughs> Dave, as much as I like David Tennant, um, he never really managed it either. No. I don't think this alienness. David no. Tennant seemed to be David Tennant having a, a good old time, which is nothing wrong with that. But no. yeah, Matt Smith is definitely a very. I mean, yeah, I, actually, I, I'll, I'll just go and say it. He's, he's the best of the new. Yes, two I totally bunch. agree. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. A uh, couple more things. One is that a clothing retailer reported that in the month following the uh, the airing of this episode, where the doctor says that bow ties are cool, uh, bow tie sales increased by ninety four percent. Wow. Well, they sold two that month. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do own a bow tie. Uh, I'm happy to say I I owned it before this, but I was the other way. So I um, generally at work I. I would wear tweed jackets and I stopped wearing them for a bit after this because people kept saying, oh, oh you're wearing it because of Doctor Who. And it's like, oh. so I had the ad adverse reaction. Oh. When I liked his costume. I, I stopped wearing my tweeds for a bit because I didn't want people thinking gotcha. it was because of Doctor Who. Gotcha. I had a bow tie once, but I was about yeah. eight yeah. Um, oh, I think everyone's got that photo of them as a little kid in a bow tie. Looking awkward. Parents, yeah, looking awkward as it could be. But yeah. parents thought that was some sort of sophisticated thing. Aren't you smart? look back and treasure this, you will. <laughs> I'll yeah. put it on Facebook. If I can dig it out, I'll put it on yeah. Facebook. It is not, not, not I, pleasant. Um, I'll see if I can find mine, because I'm pretty certain I'm I'm holding an action man, um uh, cold screen guardsman at the time. I'll see if I can find it. While wearing a bow tie. While wearing a bow tie. I mean, how nerdy is that? That's like uber nerd. Are you wearing anything else, or are you naked? Yeah. 
wearing just a bow tie and no, you've got I'm, an action man in your I got, I got There's some, a mental some, image. <laughs> I got some horrendously short shorts on, but I was only about <laughs> six or seven. So oh, I, okay. You know, All right. Yeah. And All collars right. that you could parasail with. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. see if I can find it. Okie doke. All right. Last thing before we go today. Um, the fish fingers that Mass, yeah. Matt Smith is eating were actually cakes uh, breaded, oh, yes, in, breaded yeah. in coconut. Do you know what? They're, I mean, fair dues, you probably wouldn't want to eat it, but I think fish fingers and custard work. There's only a version of hollandaise sauce. That's true. You know, yeah. it would work. I do like a fish finger. Fish finger sandwich. They're good. Oh. Now, any Americans that want to do that, do that, you know, fish finger sandwich. Toast the bread if you want to be particularly fancy, but a bit of cheap ketchup, cheap margarine. Oh, no. Slap I- it together. No, loads of margarine. You've got to have so much margarine on it that when you take a bite, it all drips it, yeah, out it drips, onto the plate. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Definitely. Oh, I can and do the it. cheapest fish fingers you can get. Don't go for bloody upper market handmade ones. They don't taste right, do they? They don't taste right. No, you want you want ones that have barely been introduced to a fish. They're, they're just cardboard. <laughs> oh, that's eating. You're getting hungry said, again um, now, aren't you? I am. I'm thinking. Oh, I could do it. Have I got any fish fingers in the freezer? Especially if they're ice damaged. They've been in the freezer that long. Yeah. That you have to get. A, you have to go and get a, uh, you know, a, a crowbar to get them apart. Um, answered the other day. We were watching something, and they were talking about crisp sandwiches. And she goes, "I've never had a crisp sandwich." She's like, what? what? Oh, I lived oh. off crisp sandwiches as a kid. They think I'm a heathen here in this really? house if I mention crisp sandwich, especially cheese and yeah. onion with loads of margarine again. Oh, yeah. Because that's oh, the glue that holds them on. Yeah. You've got to have the margarine to stick yeah. them to the oh, bread. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise they'll all fall you out. Up, falls out. <laughs> have, you actually, have you tried making it for them? Because they, they shouldn't really be disparaging it if they haven't tried it. Because it is... No, they will turn their noses a, up. a life-changing thing, isn't it? What flavour for you? Sandwich. For me, it's cheese and onion. Cheese and onion, got to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, anything else them. just wouldn't work. I could have a double decker one of them right now. Oh, God, yeah. When uh, I remember, it probably explains why I'm diabetic. But uh, I remember as a kid as well. If there was nothing else, you'd have margarine and sugar. You used sandwich. to have no, I, yeah. I used to have yeah. sugar sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Just sprinkle sugar on the margarine yeah. on the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why aren't I diabetic if I had that as well? I don't. It was probably the crisps saved you. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe I had more crisps than you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've lost the entire audience. (laughs) If you if you had uh, weird sandwiches, um, let us know. Cheese and jam. That was another good one. Good bit of cheddar and some strawberry jam. jam. That's nice. Never had cheese and jam. It goes together well. It's like it's like almost a cheesecakey taste. But also, I can highly recommend if you if you're in bit if you've thought this episode that we've done has been a bit flat until this very point, can I recommend the James May's um, YouTube channel? He has a whole channel where he investigates the the meals he had and the snacks he had in the seventies as a kid, and recreates them for for basically his assistant, who's like this twenty something girl. And she turns her nose up at all of it as being yeah. disgusting. And it's I'm watching it and going, that's normal. Yes, that's normal. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could do with one of them right now. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, well, I'm going to go off and have to try and find some crisps now. Uh, but yeah, before we do, do you want to tell us uh, who we're discussing <coughs> next, Oh, please? yes, yes. Um, I don't, so I'll give you a hint. We're going back to school. 
Right, that's the one where he's the caretaker. Ah, you got it. It's called the caretaker. Yes. Is it and called the, the caretaker? It is called the caretaker, and the villain is the Scovox Blitzer. No, um, I don't I, know if you remember. The I, I know, I know. He's wearing a, a cliche, you know. Please, sir. Uh, um, yes, yeah, yeah, brown, brown yeah. overall. Do you wear them at your school? No, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> no, because then I'll look like Derek Guyler. That's true, yeah. You know, yeah, get a little peak cap. I would think I'd I, I look like Peter Capaldi, but I'll be yeah. like Derek Guyler, wouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I've got to look that out. Um, luckily, it will be yes. on uh, iPlayer, so that's not a prob. Yeah, it's on, it's on iPlayer. Yeah, so uh, I remember I remember enjoying this one. Might be wrong. But well, we, we, brought, we need a good Capaldi, don't we? Yes, we, we brought a, it back up out of five, five yes. weeks of the doldrums. It's been great to watch a new Who and enjoy it, you know. It and, and really was, yeah, it really was. Yeah, I mean, as I say, the only thing, there's a couple of silly little references, yes. you know, a bit too adult for, you know, my children at the time and the dog bloke can't act. But they're yeah. very, very small niggles. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time because we normally get small nuggets of enjoyment out of new who and the rest is uh, and it's been nice the other way it's yeah, been I, the other way around yeah totally yeah, i yeah. i would thoroughly recommend this episode to uh, to anyone as a as an entry point or if you're just jaded and you know you've, you've lost track with new who yeah, yeah go and watch yeah. this again yeah no 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 it's good fun yeah yeah all right, okay, folks. Well, yes, we'll see you in at school. Um, yeah, school's out next week. Yes. Yay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, Ian. Nice see up. you then. Then. Thanks, Ian. Right. Bye. Bye.